Hi, mummers. I am so excited to be coming to you today with the 50th episode of the podcast. To me, that feels like a pretty big achievement. I must admit it is hard to be consistent over time. I mean, I think that's something that we all struggle with, right? So to come up with 50 episodes of the podcast is really damn exciting. And today I'm bringing you a special episode all about baby proofing your business. So if you are a self-employed woman and you're looking to start or add to your family soon, I'm going to run through the three things that you need to ask yourself, you need to think about to baby proof your business. But first, a couple of really exciting announcements that I want to share with you. The first one being we are rebranding the podcast. So I've decided to rebrand the podcast to the pregnant CEO. As most of you know that follow along, that is something that I'm really passionate about. And from the summit that I hosted in May, and I've got more things in the pipeline coming for that business, it makes sense to name the podcast the same thing. So from the 1st of September, I'll be changing the cover art and updating the name to the pregnant CEO. And I'm going to have some really fun giveaways and things to get excited about. The second announcement, if you are a mum CEO, just like me, and you're constantly feeling busy and not productive enough, I've got something for you. I have collaborated with seven incredible productivity experts and we've come together to create a private podcast feed just for you. If you head over to thepregnantceo.com slash time, you can see all the details there, but I'd like to invite you to come and join us. The episodes are just 15 minutes long, full of value, full of insight, full of knowledge that you can listen and take so much from and implement in your life so you can start to be more productive without feeling so damn busy all the time. It is called the Work Smarter, Not Harder Mama private podcast series. And this first one is all about productivity. So once again, over at www.thepregnantceo.com slash time. I hope you'll join us. But for now, let's jump on into the episode all about baby proofing your business. a seat at our table and join in on today's conversation. You are listening to This Mama Means Business. I'm your host, Kylie Kelly, and I started this podcast when I was feeling isolated and alone, pregnant during a pandemic, and no matter where I looked, I couldn't find a community that understood how hard it is to be a kick-ass mama and a kick-ass entrepreneur at the same time. And so this podcast was born. I now have two young boys, Spencer and Samuel, and continue to run my business and a few side hustles on the daily. I am on a mission to empower you to do life on your own terms, whichever stage of motherhood or business you might currently be in. You can build the business of your dreams whilst raising your children. You don't have to choose one over the other. I believe you are made for this and with me by your side, with our community cheering you on, you've totally got this. Hit subscribe and expect two episodes every single week, a mini episode with me on a Tuesday and a guest interview on Friday. And please don't be surprised when you hear me drop a few F-bombs. Let this be your friendly reminder to listen with your earbuds in. I can't wait to help you be the boss mama you envisage. Now let's get on to the show. So as most of you know, I'm a maternity leave coach and I'm on a mission to help pregnant business owners plan and fund their own maternity leave. I believe just because you're self-employed doesn't mean that you should miss out on spending time with your new baby. I remember finding out when I was pregnant for the first time with Spencer and being happy, obviously, but also really freaking out because I had no idea what this new life would look like as a self-employed woman or as a woman at all, right? We have no idea what lies on the other side of becoming a mother. How would I take leave to have a baby? We couldn't afford for me not to 
to work. My husband and I share all the responsibilities, parenting, financial, everything is split down the middle. So I knew that we couldn't afford for me just not to bring in any income. What if I needed to have a cesarean or if I had a traumatic birth and couldn't work? How would my business survive? How would I make money with a newborn? I already felt like I didn't get enough done or have enough time. So how was I going to make this work? If you are currently pregnant or looking to start a family soon, I'm sure you have all of these questions and more. You are the reason I am on this mission. Now, there is something that I want you to keep in mind throughout this episode, that there is no such thing as a one size fits all when it comes to your life, your business, your dreams, or your maternity leave. Each and every one of you have different needs, different priorities, different visions of what motherhood might look like, what maternity leave might be. So I want you to listen to this episode and then carve out some time to think about what you want. What do you envisage? Because once we have a goal, then we can start to plan. And if you're not currently pregnant or trying for a baby yet, there is still so much you can implement now to make it easier on yourself later when you do fall pregnant. This is all about setting our businesses up to work smarter so it can enable us to take leave and then return to a business that is still thriving, that is still profitable, that still has momentum when we're ready. So the first thing I want to talk to you a little bit about is thinking about what your dream maternity leave might look like. Now, I want you to take a minute to really visualize this. Imagine that you've just had your new beautiful baby. Your hair might be a mess. Your house might be a mess. You're exhausted beyond belief, but your heart is so full that it might just explode. That was my experience when I first became a mum. Of course, add in some tears, some anxiety, depression, sore nipples, hemorrhoids, and it's almost a perfect memory. Now for me, I thought I loved what I did so much, I was a wedding photographer at the time, that I didn't need to plan for leave, that I could just pop Spencer out and just get back to work. That definitely wasn't true, and I wish I had have had the option to pull back for a little while just to get a handle on the transition, on this new life, on all of these changes, even the changes that were happening within me, right? Not to mention trying to figure out how to look after a newborn. So I want to ask you, Even if you're not pregnant at the moment, have a think about what you might want your leave to look like. Remember as well, just because we come up with a plan doesn't mean that it's set in stone. You can plan for 12 weeks and end up taking six. You can plan for six weeks and end up taking 10. Nothing is set in stone. And as business owners, we need to keep in mind that we are our own boss. We don't need to ask for permission. We make the rules. So I want you to remember that nothing is off the table. Do you imagine being completely unplugged for your maternity leave? Or do you think you'll still want to be on social, in your email inbox, or perhaps doing a little bit of client work? I want you to really think about your personality, what feels good for you, what aligns with what you envisage. And remember as well, again, that nothing is set in stone. So if you think right now that you ideally would love to take a six-week maternity leave and you want to just be in your inbox and that is it. And then you have your beautiful baby and it takes a little bit longer to get your, your handle on things so you end up taking longer or you can't sustain and handle the inbox on top of the sleep deprivation that you've got going on, right? On top of the postpartum period. Nothing is set in stone. There is absolutely nothing stopping you from taking longer, from putting an out of office on your email, jumping on Fiverr and hiring a VA. There are ways around it, but it's so important to come up with the goal first so that we can plan for that and then we can be flexible and we can adjust it as we need. So step number one, again, your dream maternity leave plan. What does that look like and how long do you want to take? 
The second thing I want you to think about is your financial situation and your support system. So I know that finances are not a sexy topic and can be a point of stress for a lot of people. For me, I would say in my first couple of years of business, I didn't even look at the numbers. I would break out in a cold sweat whenever my husband used to bring up terms like my profit and loss statement or my profitability or anything number related would freak me the fuck out. And look, I'm sure I'm not the only one, but I want you to know that when it comes to baby proofing your business and your finances, the main things that we need to know is what your average monthly revenue is. So how much does your business bring in on average per month? Because what we need to do is set a benchmark so that when you're on leave, we know how much money we are aiming for to still be coming in. Remember, the goal is to be able to take leave and come back to a business that is still thriving, that is still profitable, that still has stuff going on. So we don't want to forget about this piece. We still want your business to be bringing in revenue, even though you're not working it. And trust me when I say this is so possible, and I have a lot of different ways to share with you on how we can do this. So just know if this is something that makes you feel anxious or stressed or overwhelmed, we can come up with a plan for you to make more money. It's not as hard as it feels, but once again, it's important to know the goal so we can make the plan. So for this step, I want you to dive into wherever you keep all your bookkeeping, your financials, wherever your accounting system is. Have a look at how much you've made in the last 12 months. Divide that number by 12 to find your average monthly revenue, your benchmark. You're going to write that number down, not freak out. And remember that we have ideas on how you can easily and sustainably increase your cash flow to budget for this. Tune into next week's episode where I'm going to talk all about 10 ways to bring in revenue into your business more passively, more sustainably, and things that you can set up to be automated while you're on leave. But now I want to talk about your support system. I want you to think when it comes to your support system, it's really important to identify where there are any gaps. Do you have family close by? Do you have friends you can lean on? Can someone come over and watch the baby while you have a nap or while you get some work done? Are you open to childcare or hiring a nanny? What about your partner? Do they want to take any leave? Do you have a team or support for your business? Are you open to outsourcing some things in order to take leave? I want you to think about all of these things so that you can visualize and plan the maternity leave that's right for you. So you can baby proof your business the right way, the way that will benefit you the most. Once we know where the gaps are, you can then take aligned action and move towards the perfect goal instead of wasting your precious time on a plan that doesn't suit you or your needs or your wants. So think about what support you might need to organize before you take maternity leave. If you need to start thinking about nannies or daycare or asking for help, think about that while you're pregnant because trust me, Things like daycare and childcare have waiting lists, can be hard to find. You want to find a center that feels good for you, that you can trust. I know both of my boys, so I have two now, as, as most of you know, Spencer and Sam, and Spencer had to go into daycare when he was about six months old. Up to that point, because I didn't take any leave with him, up to that point, Nick and I just juggled things, which actually landed us both on the fast track to exhaustion and burnout. We would just split our time 50-50. Like I said earlier, we used to split everything 50-50. We still do. So that meant that we were both juggling things. We were both exhausted. We both were stressed 
And it was hard. So as soon as we found a center that actually felt good and that we could organize for him to go into childcare, it was a game changer. And keep in mind, we only started him going to daycare for a day or two a week. Sam, same thing. He went into daycare from about five months. He's now going five days a week. They both are. And the amount of relief you can get when you can actually pour into your business, get your work done without the kids around is incredible. My hat goes off to anyone that is doing the naptime hustle and that is building their business while their kids are at home because holy shit, it is crazy. I often say to my clients that are doing this, it's like you've got two full-time jobs and you're doing them at the same time, which Oh, it's a whole other conversation in itself. But for right now, to baby-proof your business, if you are pregnant, start to think about your support system. If you don't want to use daycare, if you don't want to use childcare, think about who you can ask to come and look after your child just so you can get a couple focus hours in, especially when you return to work if you are taking a more traditional leave. When you dive back into work, you're going to need help. So think about who you could ask. And the third thing I want to talk about today is your business must-have list. Now, I've left this piece for last intentionally. This is going to become your baby-proofing your business to-do list. While most of us think of this list when we first think of taking leave, it's so important that we've set the goals before we jump into this. Otherwise, we just don't know what to plan for. So right now, we've chatted about your dream maternity leave plan. You've got in your mind how long you want to take and what you want it to look like. We've talked about your financial goals and any support that you might need to organize. So now we're diving into your business must-have list. So what do I mean by that? Think about all the things that you must do in your business to keep the ball rolling. All the things that your business needs to keep the wheels turning. Things like lead generation, sales, content creation, marketing, fulfillment, admin, ongoing client communication. Each section here is a big task, so don't freak out, but it's important to outline what are your business non-negotiables? What can't it exist without? Remember, we don't just want to maintain our business while we're on leave. We want to come back to a thriving business, which means a lot of this will still need to happen, but we can be smart in how we get it done. Think automation, batching in advance, and hiring out or outsourcing. So what I'd like you to do now, write a list of all your business must-haves. Again, the ones that I had jotted down are things like lead generation, sales, content creation, marketing, fulfillment, admin. If you need to pause this episode, press pause and jot your list down because then we're going to dig into the next step. Because once we have the list, I want you to break it down in a way that works for your plan. As an example, let's work off a 12-week leave goal for a service-based business. Thinking about lead generation, how can we simplify and automate our lead gen? Oftentimes, I work with creative entrepreneurs and myself included that have like five or six free resources that they put out into the world as part of their lead gen. I want you to simplify. Look at the one that is converting the best, that is doing them the best for your business. That is the one that you are going to put everywhere. Get rid of the others. We want one lead generation source that does really well to be able to be put over your website in your Instagram bio. And then that free resource is going to lead into a killer welcome nurture sequence. Now, what I mean by that, it's an email sequence, right? That when somebody signs up to your free resource, they're going to be welcomed. You're going to be introduced to them and they're going to feel really nurtured and cared for. You're going to share advice. You're going to share thoughts. We want that sequence to be something that can be automated, but it feels like you're catching up with a good friend. 
So think about that for your lead gen. When it comes to sales, I want you to identify where they're coming from and how you can sustain that through a leave period. So if you are a service-based business, I want you to think in terms of digital products. What could you create and sell, doesn't have to be high ticket, that can then be automated while you're on leave? Think things like eBooks, webinars, masterclasses, workshops, challenges, audits, presets. There's so many things that you can set up to then sell while you're on leave Even if you have a service-based business, let's say you're a copywriter, can you create an audit guide that somebody could purchase and audit their own website copy? Are you a coach? Can you record a masterclass that's going to take someone through a mindset shift that you teach them normally on your one-to-one coaching? What do you do and how could you make a digital product out of that that you could then automate and sell during your leave? Because once you've created that digital product, there's so much we can do in terms of scheduling it out. We can schedule sales sequences through email. You can send it to past customers. You could do a flash sale sequence while you're on maternity leave. Imagine if your due date was the 12th of June. That's my birthday. So that's the date I'm picking. Imagine if that was your due date. So perhaps on the 12th of June, you be sending out are like, hey guys, today's my due date. And because I want to celebrate this little human that's about to be Earthside, I'm having a flash sale on this incredible offer. Automate it. Imagine getting all of those emails, those little pings when you are making a sale into your email while you're on maternity leave or while you're about to have your baby. How incredible. The next thing I wanted to chat about was the content creation and the marketing piece. Now, I want us to get, again, simplify and get smart with this. What can you create? What is your main pillar of content that you can batch ahead of time and then repurpose so it goes to more than one place? This podcast is a great example. I release two episodes every week, a solo episode and a guest episode. So if I was planning on taking leave soon, I would be batching those well ahead of time so they were sitting there ready to publish. Then once they go out, I would be repurposing them onto Instagram. I would be creating a blog with the show notes and that goes to more places than one. I could definitely get better with this and I've seen people that share the same thing onto Pinterest. They'll have a YouTube channel of the podcast. You can really take this as far as you like. But if you're not doing any kind of repurposing right now, just focus on getting it to two or three more places because even just doing that means that you're going to be two or three times more visible and that is going to benefit your business in the long run. So when we're talking about baby proofing your business, this is all about batching it in advance. Think about what your main pillar of content is. Is it a podcast? Is it a blog post? Is it long form content on Instagram? What can you write in advance and have it up your sleeve so that it's still going out every week while you're on leave so it's like you're working while you're not there? The next one is fulfillment. It's the thing you do. It's the service you offer. It's the product you sell. There are some things that we can do here if you are a service-based business. I would like to throw up in the sky the idea of pre-selling an offer. So think about if you are taking 12 weeks leave, what would it look like to pre-sell a program, an offer, a service so that you don't have to fulfill it until you're back from leave, but you're taking a deposit. You're taking some kind of payment before you go. I think this is such an incredible idea to be able to get this cash injection into your business. And then when you return, you've also got cash lined up that you know will be coming in, right? So when you're back, you'll be kicking it off. You'll be getting the remainder of the payments and you'll be off 
and what a way to return. The other thing I wanted to mention, if you are a coach or you do a service where you have one-on-one clients, can you record classes in advance? If you have a community where you do calls live once a month, can you record a training? Can you ask guest experts to come in and provide value to your group in your absence? What can you do that will still make them feel looked after, still make your audience feel nurtured, still make your clients feel loved, but you don't have to be there in real time? So think about pre-recording some presentations, classes, teachings, lessons. What could you do in advance? Can you automate a course? Can you put some things on Evergreen? If you are a product-based business, can you make the product in advance? This is all about getting ahead, right? This is all about having it there ready to sell, ready to go, so that while you're on leave, you can still be making money, you can still be fulfilling your service, your product to your clients, and they won't notice your absence. Now, the admin, ongoing client communications, this whole piece is something that I think you can outsource. Can you hire a virtual assistant? Often we feel as business owners that we're the only ones that can do it, but I guarantee that things like banking, taxes, invoicing, email management, they're all stuff that can be outsourced. If you haven't hired someone before, I'd really encourage you to go back and listen to episode 41 where I talked with Madeline from Mad Savvy VA and we chatted all about the important things to know before hiring your first virtual assistant. I would really encourage you to get help because on our own, we can do so much. Yes, but when we outsource, when we ask for help, when we do things with other people, we can get so much further. So when it comes to these kinds of tasks or anything in your business that you can get somebody else to do for you, try it out. So there we go. So again, just in wrap up my three questions that you need to ask yourself. What's your maternity leave goal? How long do you want to take? What's it going to look like for you? What's your financial situation? How much do you need to make on average per month as a benchmark? And what support systems do you need to look into, think about, bring into your your world before you have your baby, before you go on maternity leave? And then lastly, what is your business must-have list? And what can you automate, batch ahead, or get help with? I find it really helpful when you have that business must-have list and you've broken it down into the things that have to happen. Try putting it in columns, in those three columns. What can you automate? What can you batch ahead? And what can you outsource? And then just start ticking them off. If you're not already pregnant, this is how you're going to create a business that is working smarter and not harder. That is baby proof so that when you go on maternity leave, when you fall pregnant, when you have a baby, your business is going to not just survive, but it's going to thrive. And that's a wrap on today's episode. I hope this is worth your time today. I know how busy you are, but if it spoke to you, if it inspired, encouraged or comforted you, I'd love to know. Drop me a DM on Instagram. You can find me over at Kylie Kelly. I'd love to hear from you. And I promise that's little old me in my inbox and I reply to every single message I get. Don't forget to head over to the website to grab any show notes or links that were mentioned. You can find that at www.thismamameansbusiness.com. Until next time, friends, from my mama heart to yours, I love you loads. And remember, we've got this shit. Bye for now. Bye for now.